University, the voice of Reichman University. From Kube to Knedelach and everything in between, with Sabrina Shantz. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Kola Saftot. I'm your host, Sabrina Shantz, and today in the studio we have a very exciting guest, my own nonna, my own grandmother, Nonna Nelly, who's come uh, to the studio today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Baruch Hashem, akol b'seder kama she'efshar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, thank you for coming in. When I started, the, when I had the idea first of making this radio show, it came from the understanding that my own grandmothers are the wisest and kindest people that I know. And they're the most giving in their wisdom and in their food and in their love. And I really believe that you and, and Mama, my other grandma, need uh, your voices need to be heard more than just by your kids and grandkids. And that was my original idea for doing this show. Uh, so thank you for, for making it a reality. Thank you <laughs> for having me. <laughs> also, I am a little bit excited, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have fun together. I'll, I'll start by asking you a question about your childhood. Tell us where, where you were born, where you were brought up. Yeah, I was born in Lebanon, in Sidon where there was a small Jewish community, but Sidon is a very, very old, got a very, very old communi- Jewish community, even more, of course, more uh, old than Beirut, mm-hmm. and one of the oldest in this part of the... And uh, uh, it was, you know, Sidon is a beautiful city. Where uh, is it located? Uh, south, south of Beirut. And um, had beautiful beach, and uh, there is a quarter which called Hara, Hara Be'aravit. Shall we do? While doing in English, okay. Um, For the Jewish, uh, where there is a very very old synagogue, Mm -hmm. and then uh, a big city with a lot of Pardesim around. Mm of uh, probably uh, mainly of mainly of uh, uh, orange and uh, and citrus. lemons or citrus fruit very well uh, good quality very nice so yeah so you grew up on the seaside surrounded We by oranges up, uh, and lemons uh, uh, no on the seaside i grew up on the seaside not in the Hara, mm-hmm. outside the quarter, uh, but like everything was there, the synagogue, there was a school, a Jewish school. And we are talking, I was born in uh, October 1941. F- mm-hmm. yeah. So we are talking about uh, this first year uh, until 48. And what happened in 48? But in '48, the it happened that uh, we had on the RF Pesach. This is uh, rem- I remember very well. I was seven years, but I do remember very well. Uh, the Palestinian refugee came uh, 
uh, on the beach. So we saw them from our house, many small boats, uh, small boat. And uh, okay, happened what happened. We had to leave and we left Sidon. So this is a different story that I would like to say about Sidon that uh, first of all, a nice community, not very big, a nice school. And also all our, where we were living, there were all nice houses with uh, not Jewish, with uh, either Muslim or Christian or Druze, Mm. the Druzim. And all our friends, especially the my parents' friend, were from this kind of community, of the three community. Uh, very pleasant, very nice to live. Everyone lived together in peace. Uh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. The ladies, like each one had a day reception by the week. So my mom, it was Tuesday. So the ladies will come. And I remember very well, uh, Muslim were covered, mm-hmm. Christian less covered, uh, not many Jewish. There was no, nearly maybe one or two family. And uh, and we used to go to school by uh, Araba, Arabiye, the horse. Wow, a yeah. horse and carriage. A carriage will take us to the Hara. <laughs> And uh, Baruch Hashem, we were my pa- we were nine children, so a big family. I was the one in the middle, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was a very very pleasant life. Actually, my real name till now on my identity card and in the Kupat Holim and everywhere is Nohad. Mm-hmm. Nohad is a very Lebanese Arabic name, and why? Because they, my dad used to have friend, and uh, because we were a lot of children. Apart from the first four that we used to give the name of the grandparent, so each one he will give the honor to choose a name, and that was Nohad. So who chose it? A, a very good. Uh, a Christian friend, this one was uh, Suleiman Afif, and he chose this wow. name. And uh, when we came to Israel, I could have changed, but I decided that this is the name that my parents gave me, and I kept it. Yeah, even though no one calls you by this name, no but it's one. your official name. Yeah, my official name that I changed after when I was in Beirut. And. Tell me, what what's one of your first memories of food that you, you loved having as a child? Mm. So, although my mom was a, a chef, really, very, very good cook, and but, uh, so we used to go to school with this Arabie and come back, and I remember very well on, fri- on Friday, mm-hmm. before Shabbat, I was so, so happy because the food on Friday lunch was always, always um, rice and uh, chick not chickpeas, uh, and... Beans. Be- rice and beans, like you wh- know? white beans. The white beans cooked in tomato sauce mm-hmm. with some meat and bones and... Uh, 
And that was a, I loved this food. I loved, I always loved simple food. And this yeah. one was one of the simple food. And I was like singing <laughs> that I'm going to Rezufasulie. <laughs> I think Anyhow. in every Adar till today, it's like a very, very popular staple food. First of all, in England, baked beans is the most... Ah, but it's different. The taste. It's, it's different. I'm not comparing your mum's <laughs> cooking to baked beans from a can. <laughs> but I'm saying even... Like the Moroccans, the the uh, yeah? time, yeah, they have beans in tomato sauce. Even the like my mother-in-law Persian, she also makes it beans in tomato sauce with oh, rice. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I think because it's filling, it's easy. Unlike chickpeas, or it cooks very quickly. Um, yeah, and, and uh, kids like for it for a, a big family. It's yeah. good also. It's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, that was uh, mm. comparing to the Friday night or Shabbat that was all much more sophisticated f- uh, food, yeah. very special, very... But this one, I like this one. Okay, <laughs> maybe we should make it one day. One day we will, I'll make it and I was with all my grandchildren. Bezrat Hashem. Bezrat Hashem. So after you left uh, Sidon, you moved to Beirut. After we moved to Beirut, before going to Beirut, we had to go in the mountain, in the Christian mountain, Beit Shabab, it's called, because my dad had some friend there. And this was May 48, and we stayed there uh, the whole summer. And over there, we went also to a school of nuns, Lesser. And uh, we went to Beirut beginning after the Chagim. To, so my dad find a, a flat, he rented the flat. And we wanted to be in Beirut where there was a big community. Yeah. And, and there was the Alliance, very nice school. That's where I changed my name because they thought my name, my family name, it's Politis, Politi which is Greek, because origin, my father are, were from nearby Salonique. So it was a very strange name, not Jewish at all. Nohad Politi. Mm-hmm. So everyone at the Alliance will tell me, I was 10 years, nine years, uh, you're not Jewish, you're not mm. Jewish, why are you here? Why are you? So I decided that I wanted to change. I told my parents, my friends, we choose N, Nohad Nelly, Nelly, and I made a point not to answer anyone if it was, they will not call me Nelly, and it, it stick wow. to me. And if I look of my old school, the two first two classes, they were Nohad, and after Nelly, and wow. that's it. It was Nelly. And, and that's how it's been ever since. Um, so yeah. you're, you're a, a young girl, teenager growing up in Beirut, one of nine children in a, in a busy household. Your mum, you know, was probably a real superwoman. She was. She always had help, but still to have always food on a nice table, lunch and dinner, mm-hmm. dinner and lunch, I'm sure that it was not easy. So lunch 
You came home from school? Yeah. And the, then... the school alliance was not far, like five minute walk from where we used yeah. to live, where this flat. So yeah, we will come back. Uh, and then after lunch, you go back to school? Go back and then come back at four o'clock uh, home with a lot of uh, devoir, of homework. Uh, homework to do. And, and we... lunch and dinner were both meaty? No. No, definitely not. Meaty was lunch, always. Yeah. Up, and uh, dinner was lighter, like uh, omelette. Anyhow, something not meaty, chalavi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but dinner. Yeah, yeah. Dinner around the table. Everyone the, sitting there. Everyone sitting. And yeah, there was no chafif. What do we say? <laughs> it's so funny because today it's so hard to get kids to sit around a table. Like there was, I think, a different level of discipline. Absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot, Sabi, you cannot imagine. I mean, when my dad, Zichrono Levracha, used to come in, we stand without even thinking, without mm-hmm. thinking. And, um, and discipline for nine nine children you will never hear like somebody shouting or whatever the oldest then the second will obey to him the third will obey the two others mm-hmm. and goes like this <laughs> no way so the youngest one has a heart has the has hardest all time. the family <laughs> they always say that they suffered a lot i don't i think i had a very very nice childhood very nice Although there was this discipline, like at nine o'clock, no light. Mm-hmm. We all used to like reading, all the, in all the family. We used some time to read on the moonlight. Because wow. we cannot... You couldn't turn the light you on. You couldn't uh, turn the light on. And yeah, being the middle one was easy. Why? Because like nobody will t- think of me... I was on my own and I was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I look at my grandchildren. Nobody was as quiet. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sitting on my own, listening to everyone. Then I changed, which everyone changed around 11, 12, whatever. I decided that that's it. I want to do my own. Mm. And that's how I started to... To become... To be you. very cheeky. Ah, oh, you became <laughs> cheeky. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Towards your parents or...? You know, my parents, Dichronam Levracha, because of the number and because that was also... The discipline was really strong. So if you want to do something, you have to be a little bit cheeky. Yeah. You were independent, you became. I was independent, like, as a teenager and, uh, yeah, quite... Mm-hmm quite independent. On the other hand, we had a lovely life. Um, my parents were always home to merit. Um, yeah. They were present. In they your were life. present and they gave us a lot, a lot for a, such a big number. Apart the schools after, but like with the girl, six girls, three boys, the girls, we all learned piano. So we were doing piano lesson every Friday. The teacher was a um, Greek lady, 
Johanna Kanduguri. Mm-hmm. And my parents had to support, yeah. you know, uh, the lessons. Which it cost money. It cost money, no, but to support the music. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you learn piano, yeah, believe yeah, it's me, not nice it's not a nice At the beginning. So I did skating. Lebanon was a beautiful country and very, very European in a way. They used to call it uh, Beirut, the Paris uh, of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our education was completely French, more French, like we l- used to learn the history of French, nos ancêtres les Gaulois, they used to say. Uh, but uh, my dad... So from Greek, in 43, when the Lebanon became independent, he took the Lebanese citizenship, and he insisted for us to be very good in Arabic, because he said, we live in Lebanon, and you have to know. So we had to do the baccalaureate, mm-hmm. the Arab one, and the French wow. one. So we all learned very good Arabic. Wow. And the French school alliance was still the brevet, which is around 15 years, uh, when you are 15. Then there was a lycée français, mm-hmm. French. And, not Jewish. Uh, not, not, that's it, Jewish. It was still 15. And there was a, a, a lot of uh, nuns. So we went, of course, as a girl, we went to the nuns school and we had a lot of uh, Christian friends, some Muslim were also there. No, 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 no. So it was always a very open... Multicultural. Multicultural home and uh, sviva. Nice. I think yeah. it, it gives you a lot of perspective to live among people that are not the same as you. Exactly. I was not... We were not part of the real community of Beirut. We lived not where mainly all mm-hmm. lived and because of this origin Sidon and I don't know but you were a little bit different we were a little we felt and we were a little bit different yeah. okay now tell me about how you met Nono my grandfather <laughs> so we had a lovely youth club in Beirut and we all used to go there uh, near the synagogue Very nice. So uh, I was, uh, you know, with the nuns and this and that. Uh, it was really a lovely young life. Uh, anyhow, at the age of uh, nearly end of 19, uh, one night at the club uh, and said, ah, who... I knew him. I knew who because he was in the class of my sister, my uh-huh. elder sister. I knew who. So I said, "Ah, and what's your name, please?" <laughs> he looked at me. He was very upset. How can I? <laughs> so you decided even though you knew his name, like to Yeah, to just show to provoke him. him. He's not as that popular not, as yeah, he thinks. Exactly. Not everyone that each knows one who has he is. his own. And from there it's history. Uh, Baruch Hashem, we, we, we met, so we started going out together, but we got engaged very quickly. Mm-hmm. We started in October, we got engaged in March, the 21st of March, the springtime, 
and we got married 15 of July. So all very quick. Yeah, within a year. And yeah, as I said, the rest is history. Baruch Hashem. And what, what do you think? Like, if you know, you met the two of you, let's say, in a, in a club. Do you think it's more... Uh, Who chooses who will meet? The girl will choose which boy she'll end up with or the boy chooses the girl? Uh, for me, it's definitely the girl. And but then you have to, to, to know how to manage, not to show too much, not this, not that. But uh, I believe, I always believe, I told you my grandchildren mm-hmm. and around, if you want it, you want him, you can get him. Just there not, is ways not to let him know obviously no of course I mean there is a way but it's very difficult for a man I see for a young man because we were also too young I was when we married I was 20 he was 22 mm-hmm. so maybe for I don't know if it's for this but for me <laughs> it's interesting because I think a lot of people would say the opposite. You know, the man will choose. He wants to date this one or that one. And the girl is has less power in the... No, no. No? No, definitely not. Okay, I like this advice. <laughs> so then you find yourself married very young. And, and having children very young. Yeah. And, and how, how did you know how to cook? Ah, so the kind of education that we had at home was very, very strict. And also, we always had to learn how to clean, mm-hmm. uh, how to cook, and even how to sew. Yeah. To sew. Because my dad, he was always, he had some sermon, drashot. Yeah. Like, you will never know you who you will marry. Now, you don't have to because we have always help, and, but... You don't know what life can keep for you, who you are going to marry, so you must know everything. And we all, girls and boys, each one has come, uh, has uh, something to do, and we have to do it. No, no fantasy. Wow. So, But it's amazing that he understood that not all of you will end up in the same household that he gave you. Yeah, and he insisted, and uh, what when he will say something... Mm-hmm. So, so then, so you learn how to cook at home, but obviously, when you're, you know, a newlywed cooking for two people at the beginning, then a baby, it's different. What were the things that you made for Nono at the beginning that he loved, or that were like a mm. for an anniversary dinner or something uh, like that? Main thing. Okay, this it took time, but because the first the first years. Okay, we so usually we, we were very close. We didn't have so many friends of our age. We didn't feel the need. Also because we have the, the three children in five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were very much either at my parents or at my in-laws. And we were happy to do. So I learned also to cook a lot from my mother-in-law, Zichrona Levracha. She was also a wonderful cook. And of course, my mom's food, because I was used to it. Uh, many, many nice things. And, and no, 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 no. Now we say no, no, because after yeah. Italy. Yeah, he, he was easy. 
also he, the critics sometimes come. So I don't know. I don't know what uh, sometimes it's like the, the fish, the very special fish in Sidon that's called Sayadiye. Mm-hmm. Sayad means uh, pesher. Uh, the one fisherman. that they, uh, the fisherman Sayad Sayadie, uh, nice. It's a fish with rice, where, uh, with a lot of onion and uh, so maybe almond. Later, and, I'll ask you to give us the recipe how yeah, you make yeah, it. Yeah, kind of. I will. Okay. I will. Now I remember you once told me that when you were growing up, you had a neighbor who gave you some marriage advice. Can you share it ah, with yeah, us? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was uh, on the same in the same building and on the same uh, Christian lady mm-hmm. Tante Rose were very and she always was so so uh, that you never hear uh, hear uh, shouting in this with nine children yeah. no shouting no we were all very well behaved I mean uh, discipline and so the advice which I kept. Uh, she said, a man should feel that you are taking care of him. This is very important, Nelly. I have to tell you, like even if you don't fancy, but open the, his cupboard and if all the suit are turning right, you just turn them left. So he will come and look. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so just her tip for a, a happy marriage. <laughs> Is that the the husband should always know that the wife she's in control, like not yeah. not, not in a bad way, but that ev- she's taking she's care of under, everything. Yeah, the the house is under her control, especially everything that uh, concerning him and mm-hmm. his cupboard and uh, ah, she looked so she clean whatever. So he should not have a worry in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think. You know, marriage advice today is the opposite, right? But I think there's a lot to learn from the old-fashioned marriage advice. I agree 100%. I'm sure that one day it will come back. Yeah, yeah. And I, Sabi, I must tell you, I never, fa- I never worked, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I had the three children very early and near, and, and I enjoyed very much the truth. I enjoyed very much taking care of my children. I, I was very jealous of, I had the help for, you know, I, I was very jealous of anyone with your kids. Uh, with my kids. Wow, I okay, know. I, yeah. I'm the opposite. Take them. Uh, <laughs> oh, you work and it's different. Uh, then when they grew up, they went. They went to school. Okay, I didn't work because I think I, I Baruch Hashem, I didn't need to work. Mm-hmm. But I did a lot, a lot. I was very, very active in the Vitzo, mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, very active. So that was for me was my work. I needed the Baruch Hashem need the money, so I did all volun- volunteer volunteer. And I bought, and this my my feeling, and that's how I my life. I felt that Nono was working and bringing the money. I was working with the education, the house, mm-hmm. and this. So I married the money. I didn't, never had problem asking. Mm-hmm. He never, as you know, him had problem giving because he was. 
He is a very, very giving person, but I didn't have any problem. I, I was convinced, and I'm still convinced, that uh, this money is part of both of us. He you, could you're work both working for the household. For the house, for our family, mm-hmm. what we did together. And yeah, Look, this is makes... a feeling that I wish that women also feel, the women that doesn't work or whatever, not feel any feel of guilt mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And the men the same, like yeah. uh, the other way. Sabi, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say this. No, on it's the... okay. I think it's important. <laughs> no. I think we can always delete no. it, but it's important. I think most women, even families that both, both the husband and wife work, it's just a little bit different. I don't think that they feel uh, that one side earn, earns the money, even if there's maybe one side makes more, more. money or less. But now it's just... There's a mix of the roles. Both sides are yeah, earning exactly. money. And that's why today women can't, don't have the, the mental capacity to turn all the shirts the other way because we're not, yeah. we can't send that message to our husbands that oh, we're in control of everything because actually, bottom line, we, we're not. Maybe we can, I can do all of the laundry and the cleaning and the cooking, but I can't do... Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I understand, you so, know, Baruch Hashem, I saw you all, the young couple of my grandchildren. Bless you, bless you all. I admire you and you do a lot. And the, the children, the gr- grandchildren, the, the ninim come, Baruch Hashem, each one a blessing. Agree, but I'm, you ask me what I, I used to I like do. To hear this, I like <laughs> to hear this advice. That's why I have this, uh, this show. Um, I, it's very important for me. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to a bit, talking a bit about food. If you want to give advice to, let's say, a young mom who has three young kids and she has to make lunch and dinner, what's an, an easy dinner that children will like? Um, you, we used to eat a lot. Because after we, as you know, we left and we went to Milan, Italy, for the main period of my children when they were young. Right. So like, you had your three kids in Lebanon, then you moved to Milan yeah. for the next uh, 20 years. Twent- no, for the next 29 years, mm-hmm. which is all the our adult life. Yeah, and their upbringing. Or our active life for Nonno and for myself on the Vizzo. All their school life of the children, their uh, then university, then uh, their friend, and so uh, mainly Italian, mainly mm-hmm. Italian. So, so it was uh, there was very Italy is very special for food. You know, you need uh, primo secondo and we first course and first second course, course and second course lunch. So it was also kind of. Pasta mm-hmm. and then either meat or fish, or but always the two things. So and the pasta is something is quite easy usually when you learn how to do it well, and it's quite filling. Mm-hmm. And I think it was also at the time it was okay. Maybe the quantity were less. Uh, now you tell me have pasta and then meat. It's too much. It's either yeah. this or that. But at the time, uh, yeah, that was... So pa- 
And who taught you how to make, let's say, a good pasta? Like you arrive in, in Italy. It's not like you've seen cooking shows and... No, you know. but uh, I had help at home. And um, they, ha- not sleeping, but yeah. I mean, I had to help also with the cleaning. And they showed you. And, uh, and they showed me and they were all very good, very good in everything and in cooking especially and I had also like during this 27-28 years maybe I had three so they were really home home okay so each one brought different flavors flavor yes one from the south one from Mm. the north yeah and so if we just I mean we we could spend a lot of time talking about all the years but So you raise your kids in Italy that you're very much part of the Jewish community in Milan. Yeah, and Nonno then... was in Bnebrith, uh, very good position. I was in the Vito. Yeah, very, that's the main part of our active social life. Mm-hmm. Like if I look all in all, I spent for myself, I spent the first 10 years of wedding, uh, of eight marriage. years, with the children and with my family. Yeah. We didn't have young friends and we didn't miss them. When this we came to Italy, the children went to start to school, our social life started and it was fine and very nice because of, uh, coming in a new country, the friends were the parents of the children yeah. that were in the same class. Uh, so social life very pleasant italy milano is amazing it was very nice then the children got married to london the two girls and the boy the three of them and we are very very family alcoholic Mm -hmm. so we decided to move to london And we moved there and uh, we were near the children, uh, the three family. Was, uh, we enjoyed all the young uh, years of our grandchildren. Baruch Hashem, it was really a real blessing. And the best blessing was when also the children, we used to come a lot to Israel. They were also coming. They decided to make Aliyah and we closed our uh, the our circle we all came mm-hmm. and the biggest blessing that hashem guess gave us is to be here in israel with around us all the family yeah baruch i think hashem. baruch hashem and it's just important to mention we say you said close the circle because we didn't say i we didn't yeah that you know you say after you left lebanon we wanted the uh, my dad was a big Zionist always, and he taught us this, and David, my husband, also. We, so we decided to come to Israel to try. We came, and we spent, and it was such a, such a, a blessing, a feeling of uh, a admiration, dream yeah, uh, that our dream come true. But uh, the... From business point of view, it was very difficult uh, because the business of David was something that they started also in Italy. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a business of hide and skin business. And so after one year and a half trying, and he decided that we have to go there. 
I wasn't happy. I didn't want, but anyhow, that's what life gives you to do, and you do it. And it uh, become, but we kept a very strong link with Israel, mm-hmm. very strong. We, we had a flat, a small flat. We kept it. We will come back with the children, holiday. So they were also, they were in a Jewish school, so Hebrew, they knew Hebrew. So that's why I say we closed the you circle, closed but the that circle. was our dream. To we come wanted back. to come back. And I think it's... And, you could have come many couples your age will come let's say and their their children don't necessarily live here but it's interesting that you made you left Italy the world that the, the life that you built for yourselves the social life the community life for 30 years you left to England a foreign country to be with your children you know and then you got the opportunity to f- To have both worlds come together, your children and grandchildren absolutely. and the Zionist dream in one. Absolutely, absolutely. And we are very, very, being Nonno or myself, we are very, very aware of this blessing. And we every day we thank Hashem. Yeah, because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, uh, very common to to have the power to do this. I mean, it's not so... But, uh, yeah. Do... do you think that the fact that you moved a lot in, in life, that it, it gave you more energy to be more adaptable? And you, you're not stuck in one place. Absolutely. We were uh, always, like, whatever we changed was better. We found it better. We could adapt. We could... Uh, uh, and this gives you also a very open mind, uh, to be very accepting all the others are different because mainly also in Israel, but even first in Italy, then in uh, uh, different, very different people, very, very different. But uh, for us, it's uh, overture. It's an opening mm-hmm. for a new thing. We're always excited to, yeah. Uh, we liked also to travel a lot, but mostly we like home here in Israel <laughs> and, and near the IDC <laughs> and um, it's true you, you live uh, you live in Herzliya not far from here and tell me what it's like to be a grandmother and a great grandmother versus being a mother uh, this is also a big 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 pleasure big pleasure I enjoy man and now Baruch Hashem we have also Ninim. It's like the grandchildren. It's like my children. Uh, yeah, we love all the maybe because I come from a big family. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. Uh, but we love all the balagan, all the mess. We don't mind. If not no mind he goes in his room. But <laughs> 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 but uh, I love all this Shabbatot that uh, they come, the birthday, the whatever. We always have friends. It's not uh, true. But um, a lot of friends around the world. We uh, the friend from Lebanon, the friend from Italy, and we meet them. We it's not, but family is family. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a very, very strong, uh, not only attachment, but attachment with pleasure. Mm-hmm. I uh, think family is a value. Some people value 
honesty some people value religion some people value money and you can value many things many things but, but it's at the a lot of the time family it how it's about how high it is on your list of values and i think because you value family so high and your kids and grandkids also that's why a lot of us it's important to stay close and because yeah, we want yeah. to keep that uh, yeah, absolutely that we want thing. this uh, and this i think i i personally and nonno from his side we owed it to our family to my parents and to his parents mm-hmm. the importance uh, importance and pleasure pleasure also because you know when it's only and devoir uh, duty home, yeah um not so ple- but if you have the chance to have the duty and the pleasure so the it's it's full it's complete i mean yeah thanks god <laughs> <laughs> lovely message i think you and nono your champions at celebrating life you make you you look for the reasons to make a celebration it's true with your friends or your family it's uh... yeah yeah we like it we uh, i really enjoy um i enjoy cooking you know yeah uh, yeah i love cooking it's not uh, why what, what what joy does it bring you like to please uh, to please my children my grandchildren my like if uh, uh, i don't know uh, joey dav dandan whoever the Zach, boys, the boys. Yeah. ah you caught me oh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> uh, there's a strong bias towards preparing the delicious food for the men. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think there is this uh, because all the girls <laughs> we were also six girls so we always had the majority pure men yeah. of girls. Yeah, they think, they think, but they're not true. that uh, we love more the i no i'm not saying no no we love more the boys it's not true but there is always something i think from my oriental education yeah that give kilu more importance mm. but talking of affection and love no okay So I we have it on the record you love everyone <laughs> equally and and yeah. it's just the your background that yeah. makes you have uh, this predisposition like so you love feeding because you love the you love cooking because you love the joy of feeding of feeding people. and do you think you're creative in the kitchen like a lot of the food you make is traditional Lebanese food but you always change things yeah I'm not at all a recipe uh, lady yeah okay if it needs this and i don't have one ingredient i can do it i'll try i'm yeah. i'm not uh, now yeah. you make like even vegetarian kub and uh... absolutely i mean i change a lot because of italy because of uh, then do you uh, think living in london also uh, uh, influenced yeah, I- iraqi and uh, yeah yeah It's, it's true I'm not a recipe uh, person mm. uh, I do I make what I have and you make the most delicious I make them we, yeah <laughs> we, we have to say I can say it here for the record okay so we're, we're we are almost finished and I asked you if you could tell us a recipe for the, uh-huh. for the listeners so you said you wanted to 
to speak about this idea fish. Why? Yeah, because uh, first of all, because it reminds me of my mom. And uh, usually fish, it's not uh, always you give recipe with meat or mm-hmm. without, and it's less. Uh, and this is a recipe that uh, also I made it easier now in our time because the idea was the main thing is fish. I do it always either with uh, Denise or uh, the other one. Lavrak. Lavrak. And so that's a sea bass or sea the bream? Sea, yeah. So the the one, the as my mom used to do it, it was a fried fish. But I changed it to uh, oven oven fish. Mm-hmm. You put it in the oven. The whole fish? The whole fish. And you, uh, with some lemon, olive oil, salt, pepper. On the inside? Inside, some lemon on top. When it's cooked, you take it out and you open, you take off the skin and you open, you put it nicely. Then you take all the bones and the head and you boil them. And uh, you boil them with one of cinnamon, one... One stick. Yeah. And one onion. Then you take the... You put it aside. I think it's important just to say, a lot of people prefer to cook filet because they're scared of bones or whatever. But for this fish, and in general, if you cook a whole fish, it's got it's so much more flavor. More flavor, yeah. But this, you need no filet. I mean, you yeah. need the fish because you need the, the broth, broth. The, to do the broth. Then you take three, four onion, you cut them small. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they are brownie, the color brownie, you put the rice. Usually my measure is one kilo of fish, one cup of rice. Okay. So let's say it's for a big, nice plate, three kilo yeah. of fish, so three cup of rice, three onion. So you do the onion, you stir fry the rice, yeah, and then you take the broth and you cook the rice the, wow. uh, with the with the broth, yeah, and with a mix of spice. That is really a mix, like a lot of uh, of spices. That's what give also the the smell. And when you you keep a little bit of the broth, you put it on the fish, mm-hmm. the one. So it stays to, moist. To, uh, moist and to, you can heat it also. So when you want to serve, you serve the rice. You put all the fish on top, the piece of fish yeah. on top. And you, uh, you, you throw the broth also, yeah. not a lot, but you so just keep. And you put some almond and pine, uh, pine, uh, pine nut on top. If you want, you, you can, who like onion, I make the crunchy onion Fried around. Onions on but top. you can, because it's a big job, <laughs> you can <laughs> do without. So you have this plate full the rice which is brownie because of the uh, the broth and the spices and the onion yeah and the onion and the fish it's a it's very nice to see yeah. uh, well presented very tasty and i think everyone like it. it's true it's uh it's one of our favorite dishes and uh even people who like young kids who don't like fish, fish or whatever they like it they like the right i mean yeah yeah it's a good uh, thank you thank you for sharing Uh, so I hope some of our listeners will be brave enough to try to make this fish themselves. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Nona, thank you for coming in and thank you for sharing thank you. all of this. I had I had the best time with you. <laughs> My time also, Sabi. I know you. I know all your sketches, all your ability to make us all the family young and less young and spend our uh, laughing at your uh, sketches. I mean, and alayich, Sabi. And alayich, ze mshomrim beivrit. והעברית שלי טובה, נכון? מאוד, מאוד. I love you, Nona. Love you. Thank you. כל הסבתות. From Kube to Knedelach and everything in between. With Sabrina Shantz. All our shows and podcasts available online on our website and on all podcast platforms. Search Audioversity. כל האוניברסיטה